Hey everyone and welcome to this episode of Security Headlines. What is so great about this podcast is that I get to host and highlight some of my favorite projects and websites. We have had a lot of amazing people on this podcast, such as Chris Stapps with KCGI, which I use a lot, and Paul, who runs dpace.com, which is also one of my favorite sites. Another one of my favorite sites is cxsecurity.com. I say I'm an old user because I have used it before it changed to the new fancy web interface, probably since 2013. It's only seven years, but I consider that to be one of my to-go sites when I'm doing research about various security things. You can also say it's like a modern, a modern, better version of Millworm, which was one of the first websites that indexed and lists exploits that everyone could use. Joining me today is Maximilian, exploit author, security researcher, CX Securities founder and maintainer. How are you doing today, Maximilian? Well, thanks. Yeah, so very busy as always. Yeah, but uh, promising. <laughs> for this day. Uh, so thank you for the call. So yeah, as oh. you said, uh, I, I'm doing a lot of the things, yeah, and the managing the CX security, moderating, developing, administrating. So uh, I want to say sorry, Philip, that I didn't have found the time to respond much, much earlier. And I want to also say sorry for all, uh, which I didn't no not yet respond. <laughs> so yeah, as you said, uh, I'm owner of the CX security website and doing this from years and maybe today I can share you some story of this portal because totally. uh, they're continuing from another project you which you might not know so yeah but before we jump into CX and all the security things let's talk a bit about you how did you end up in the security field and uh, what kind of sport your interest around security <laughs> okay, so uh, I have started um, very early with the security. Yeah? So I was fan of uh, the exploits and other stuff yeah? because security is giving you control. Uh, as you might know, in the nature, the power have who have the muscles. In the internet, the power have the people what have big mind and open mind for new ideas. Yeah, so yeah. I have started my first exploit, uh, first uh, public uh, note about the security issue in the PHP my admin in two thousand five. Oh, wow. uh, oh wow! So fifteen years. I'm reporting also issues. Yeah? So I think this uh, research and development and improving security in open source uh, is challenging you in, and increasing your skills. So uh, parallelly, I decide to go in two patch. The first patch is to do the research for the open source uh, stuff. And another mm -hmm. patch was creating some portal like CX security to have control to learn to teach self and other people about the security and issues. Yeah? And I can tell you that this uh, both aspect has evaluated from these years, but we will back to this topic on this call. Yeah, but I have started at a young, as a young man, as a fanatic of the cybersecurity aspects. And yeah, so for me, uh, I, I started as from a research from the PHP, other from the Lipsy, Apple products, and other stuff, yeah? 
was it started was your intention when you did the first uh, php research was your intention just to try it out for fun or was your intention i'm gonna break this thing and report a bug and how was it yes. how, how was it how was it to first find your security bug yeah so uh, as i remember it was to increase my skill yeah it's a mm. simple reason increase skill. in this time 2005 was not uh, any program like bug bounty as we have today so yeah. money was not a motivation yeah what right. to say and for my perspective if you can hack let's say some uh, many popular cms on some portal application it will give you control uh, about uh, 100 500000 servers or applications so uh, it was for fun yeah if you can find some back you can uh, publish you can help improve the security of open source great and you will have the skill yeah so the skill improving challenging uh, on self was the main uh, idea and reason that that is amazing that is truly the hacker spirit that we want to highlight in this podcast in everywhere where you do it for the intellectual challenge of it and uh, that is just amazing to hear yeah so uh, uh, amazing <laughs> is when you are spending a lot of the hours and uh, if you will say no i will not give up before i will not hack uh, this application yeah so yeah, i, I have stubborn. also a few stories where i was looking for each uh, any kind of security issue in some application five six or one year yeah so this story will happen if you will say okay i six have to hack sorry six months okay <laughs> <Half> <laughs> Oh, a few wow. years, yeah, because uh, sometimes may happen yeah, that you will say, okay, I have to hack this application, and motivating it will motivate you to do everything to hack this application, to learn this aspect, other things, yeah. So uh, I was started in such thinking, yeah, and mm. uh, in when I was starting. Uh, the world, uh, cybersecurity world, was not uh, evaluated as we have right now. I, I see uh, that now most of the young people are focusing on the bug bounty because of the money. And okay, it's, it, it, of course it is okay, but uh, they didn't have also not enough time for open source. Yeah. So yeah. the world is ch changing, uh, that's for sure. And amazing uh, in this time was also that uh, the world was not so secure as is right now. What does it mean? For example, you have a lot of the uh, ISP providers, hosting providers. 15 years, uh, if you look back to 2005, 2006, 2007, yep. most of the servers, most of the services were easy to hack. Yeah, really easy to hack. I know uh, a lot of the story from... Why country. was that? Because, it, because people were not so aware of writing defensive code or we didn't have the same tooling or what do you think was the problem? The problem was in the people, yeah? Awareness, <laughs> I, I yeah. Say awareness, first of all, uh, lack of the experts and mm, 
people were not aware, uh, okay, if I will have some business in internet, somebody can hack and destroy my business. Yeah? A few mm -hmm. other examples shows that yeah, it, it is very important to be secure for the business continuity aspects. And for you, yeah, just simple. If someone can hack you, maybe just simple destroy you. So that was also the reason why I have established the CX security to see who will try to hack me <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> how, yeah, that is also uh, some motivation. Yeah, I was doing a bit research about you and you have a very impressive list of finding bugs in various systems. You have found bugs in IP filter in OpenBSD, which was used before the switch to PF. FreeBSD, Magento, Mac OS X, PHP, MyAdmin, PHP, NetBSD, FTP application, Apache, Solaris, Thunderbird, LibC even. The list goes on and on. So you just, yeah, you've done a lot of security research, I would imagine. Yes, exactly. Why? Because if you will want to be a cybersecurity expert, there is no field where you want to touch something and learn. Yeah. If you have to learn Python, Java, C, you have to find time. I mean, one at least one month, two months to do the research to learn something. So uh, I have also investigated in many platforms, as you can see. PHP later to Tennessee, some others, uh, but yeah, for me now I am producing the number of the targets and focusing on for me what is the most interesting, low mm -hmm. and low level libc libraries. Yeah, for me, yeah, right now it's very interesting. Uh, also regular expressions because help you describe and do amazing things uh, yeah. for the are, yeah, yeah? Uh, by using the regular expression, but you don't have an, a lot of the people what are understanding regular expression well. So I want mm. to say <laughs> I am not expert from regular expression. I will teach myself every day about something new yeah, in these aspects because uh, it's uh, not easy. Yeah? And if you will try to find some experts from regular expression, it will be not easy. I want to say uh, other things uh, why I have decided uh, to do a research in regular expression was very simple because I didn't understand how it works, how the syntax uh, looks like. And so I have decided to learn it yeah, and to yeah. try find us on that. And I did it uh, in mm -hmm. a few implementation of regular expressions. Uh, and today I'm using regular expression in a lot of my uh, hidden projects for uh, SOC uh, and other uh, et cetera, yeah, aspects because right. it's yes. your, signatures uh, and stuff like that. Or... If you will look how the uh, Snort Suricata is working, yep. yeah, so yep. you will see that everything is based on this. Yeah, that's that, that's but, really yeah. Continue. Sorry. Yeah, but it's not only in the uh, intrusion detection system. Yeah, so today, uh, in the, um, artificial intelligence, regular expression is also playing a big role. Yeah, if you don't have a source of information, yeah, clear. If you need to get, get uh, some information from internet and others, yeah. Yep. So, regular expression help us to describe the world. 
uh, in some patch, yeah? so in some template. So it will is helping in a lot of the aspect inside cybersecurity. Yeah? Also to find a box. Uh, I have used the Ruga expression to develop some Cifrex uh, project, which is helping me to do very fast penetration test security code oh, analyze. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, it will uh, help. Yeah. But I know the expression is nothing uh, what the young people want to learn. Yeah. Because it's crazy new syntax, and you don't know why this uh, pattern is not working. Yeah. And you are frustrating. But yeah, if you will uh, find uh, figure out some solution to not frustrating when you are reading the regular express expressions. So yeah. That's great. You will be have a lot of the new opportunities in your life to use it. Certainly. I mean, I use uh, regular expressions when I'm doing uh, spidering of uh, if I need to grab some content from some website and uh, don't want to parse HTML, I could just write an ugly script that uses regexes. And uh, there's even an amazing website called regex101.com which yeah. lets you, uh, it's like a JavaScript built uh, IDE for testing out regexes. I think it's really, really useful. So yeah, if, if we go back to like kind of 2005, where uh, there were, were, like you said, a lot of bugs in software, but uh, how did you learn to find bugs in software? Was it just trial and error and trial and error or uh, how did you approach it? Yeah, so uh, to be honest, uh, I was trying to monitor uh, and I was monitoring the backtrack uh, from the security focus, uh, if you mm. remember still online. Yeah. Uh, it was in this time, yeah, the first source I want to say about from the information. So if you are looking what the people are doing, you are also trying to do other application. So uh, my motivation was... Uh, I have to find a bug in this application without independent what it will be the cost, how many hours, days I will spend on this. Yeah, and just simple. I don't know how, how exactly it, it works, yeah, mm. but I, I know it's possible. Yeah, if you want something to do, you will achieve something. Yeah, yeah totally. But uh, also, another thing that because I was doing a bit of research and then I was gonna in uh, in this interview I was gonna draw a lot of parallels to Millworm the exploit site which started in 2004 but you know 2005 another website started called securityreason.com what was that yeah so it was the initial project uh, from my side where I was also an administrator and developer but with one of my colleagues so uh, I started to moderating the backtrack and creating the base of that security in 2005. Uh, and yeah, five years, uh, this project were online and uh, mm -hmm. my colleagues yeah, decide to commercialize this project. I, I said, no, no option. So uh, I have created CX security in 2010. And mm -hmm. uh, from this time, I'm only one administrator, only one developer, maintenance, uh, everything, and also moderator. Yes, I have the oh. full control over the project. 
nobody can uh, push some pressure on me to to do something yeah right. so i am responsible uh, i am administrator and moderator yeah so many people are sending me to data notes to publish i, I i'm trying to stay in contact but not always it is possible as you know sure, uh, yeah uh, but uh, the security reason was the initial project, yeah, which have died because of the need of commercialize. Uh, the, the, this project was only report to the meter as, uh, as a common vulnerabilities exposure compliant uh, in this program. Uh, so was some popular, yeah? but I, I have decided to do my own self in my home. Uh, the new one project, CX Security, to have the full control. So this project is independent. So it will be online till I die. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if I am living, CX Security will, will be alive. Yeah? <laughs> one, Amazing. Two, it's a one-man army, so to say. Yeah, so uh, the state of the art in the programming cybersecurity, as you might know, is to find the shortest way to achieve your target. So if you have to create some portal which um, where you are planning to publish some materials, you have to answer one important question. How to do it very quickly as soon as possible with a small effort spending uh, time and how to do it in the short time secure so uh, if you will answer these questions you will have uh, an option yeah to do uh, how to say full working project not consuming a lot of your time today uh, as you know i am administrative moderator uh, and one man army but yeah. i have also time to do the, uh, research uh, not oh, related nice. to security so if you will reduce the time for cx security for the things like the aspects yeah administrating uh, yeah you can learn a lot yeah because you are trying to find the new technologies to reduce your time like the docker yeah uh, etc yeah. uh, you, you'll be uh, you will have a time for other activities, yeah, like um, the research. But anyway, how to do it quickly, yeah? So as you may know, 10 years ago, there was no Docker in the internet, yeah? No, so the, the Docker Kubernetes is a brand new, I can call it, for, for, for me it's new, but it's six year old, yeah, Docker. But uh, I want to say, if not long uh, older than 10 years, so or it's new. And today, if I have used the Docker to learn the Docker, and I have the target where I want to use the Docker of um, possibilities to reduce my time, so I have did it. Now, if I need to create some server to service a few minutes, and I will have it. Yeah. So um, the CX security is also giving me the option to reduce, uh, to try to find the, the, the approach to reduce the time. Uh, and yeah, I am doing this. Uh, so it's very important aspect if, because I will not do it. I will not have the time for the research. <laughs> yeah, so it's crucial. 
I assume Siege Security get a lot of attacks and they get a lot of automated scanning and a lot of people kind of poking around in it. Um, yeah. Has there been some like uh, serious uh, security like breaches? Someone managed to get control of it and uh, stuff like that? I have faced with a lot of the attacks. I want to say in the uh, real world, uh, the power, uh, any, any young man, uh, any young hacker or criminal want to show, okay, I am the best hacker around the world because I have hacked some website related into cybersecurity. Uh, so I am facing with a lot of the attacks. Yeah. For me, it's nothing new, but I am using OpenBSD, <laughs> so yeah, so 6.7. Open... Yes, exactly the last version. Awesome. And, yeah, so I, I know that a lot of the people want to try to hack me and to protect uh, the portal in each level. I want to say level Aussie layer, yeah? like the DDoS attacks, SQL injections, all web servers uh, attacks yeah? related to web servers, web applications. Uh, so I have decided to reduce the number of the potential issues and mine first reason. And I have decided to not use uh, open uh, frameworks, just to mm -hmm. create own framework secure uh, by default. And yeah. I have no problem. Yeah, uh, right. with the open USD, uh, well configured. So yeah, no, no problem. But I can you a few stories here, yeah? like some in, uh, in, in, from Indonesia, yeah. some crazy man, really crazy man, who has tried uh, to hack me ten months. Yeah, so was spamming, attacking, DDoSing, everything ten months. So amazing guy but didn't achieve nothing. So I hope he is frustrated <laughs> but I, I don't know, yeah? But um, yeah, so CX security, you, we have to um, say for who is the CX security, yeah? CX security is for all people around the world, independent, what is your religion, political aspects, yeah? oriental, sexual, oriental, uh, everything is, no, it doesn't play a matter, yeah? CX security Certainly. is for people, for cybersecurity experts uh, or people, fanatics in the cybersecurity aspects. So I don't care who you are. If you like cybersecurity, you are trying to find some materials, you are welcome. So uh, we have, uh, I have um, a lot of the contact with young guys from many countries, three-part countries like the Iran, Indonesia, uh, mm -hmm. where we have a lot of the young hackers. Yeah? And as you may know, no all country is experienced uh, in cybersecurity like you, uh, US, Europe, uh, China, Russia. We have yeah. small countries around the world where the awareness of the cybersecurity is growing. So the people are also looking some opportunity to find uh, some informations. So I'm not uh, eliminating no one. Uh, CX security is open for all, but yeah, as you might know, we have uh, I have some problem, <laughs> not problem, yeah, but uh, uh, many hackers want to hack yeah, yeah because why and learn stuff. Yeah. 
yeah, but I'm happy with this. Really, I'm happy. Uh, I, I have also made homemade suricata solution on the router. Ooh. Yeah, right. so it's possible. It's possible to install on the router device, not on the server computer. And it's working very well. Uh, so I'm gathering the observing how uh, many people from which country are trying to hack you and how. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, very important. Yeah, was very important. Today is not important because I don't have time <laughs> to spend uh, on the analysis why this person was pinging me. Okay, yeah. try. Please try. If you will hack me, I will. Uh, will stay in the contact. Yeah. Uh, if not, so I don't want to waste time <laughs> to analyze uh, your attempts. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I, I, I that's kind of a learning by doing process, right? Has CX security always been running OpenBSD, or has CX security's architecture changed a lot during the years based on demand and attacks and stuff like that? Yeah, so um, as I have beginning, um, that they, um, I didn't not yet use OpenBSD. I have to learn this operating system because it's just simple, not easy. Yeah? If you will compare OpenBSD usability to the Linux systems, you will see the difference. Yeah, but uh, today. I'm fully managing and using OpenBSD on the virtual uh, personal server, yeah. Right. And I'm very happy man because I have no problem. Yeah? I have uh, some intrusion detection system and etc. And I have everything on control, and I have totally silent. Yeah? And I hope it will stay <laughs> for years to have the time for the research. Yeah. yeah so. Uh, yeah, um, I, I, I have also started before I have um, using OpenBSD uh, on the CX security analysis of how security uh, OpenBSD is secure. Is really secure by default or not? So mm -hmm. that is the reason why I have spent uh, some time of my life to analyze the Leipzig libraries from BSD projects, from NetBSD, OpenBSD, FreeBSD. Yeah, and I want to say, yeah, really, OpenBSD is probably the most secure operating system around the world because the level of the paranoia of the owners of this project <laughs> is so high, so I can trust. Certainly, I mean... Uh... Yeah, that's uh, last we had. We have had a lot of, uh, or not a lot. Of, we had some uh, OpenBSD people on this podcast, and uh, I am very happy to be able to run OpenBSD. And I think the ecosystem about around using OpenBSD is just getting better and better. Now, when we have, uh, are you aware of the Sys merge and Sys patch and uh, Sys upgrade? These are three amazing tools where you want to do a kernel upgrade. Upgrade before you had to like, oh, I write this bash script and. Uh, or a, uh, I write this shell script and then I have to download the kernel, I have to check the signature and then I have to uh, manually upgrade the system. Now it's sysupgrade minus R, it upgrades the system for you, handles everything, package add minus UV, it upgrades all packages and it's just so easy to use. And I think that's, uh, that's a really good thing. And then it also has a lot of other nice features such as yeah. pledge and unveil and stuff like that. 
exactly. Yeah. So uh, I'm trusting OpenBSD. <laughs> That's that's uh, that's very nice. So something I think you're handling a lot is uh, user submitted exploits. How do you kind of deal on that that uh, topic? Do you test them before you publish them, or uh, how how is your approach to user submitted exploits? Okay, so uh, I'm not restricting any uh, country of publishing exploit here. Yeah? I have information from all uh, some users that if they are sending the exploit to my competitors, yeah, they don't publish it yeah? because you are coming from some countries, etc. Yeah? I'm trying to analyze, I'm trying to verify the exploit and any kind of the signal of the information that some experts, some researchers uh, is using copies of another adversaries, I'm blocking such users intermittently and not publishing more. And because there is simple rule, if you are doing some research and describing some security issue, you cannot copy the description from another one because it sucks. Yeah? You cannot do such things. It's not allowed. If you are publishing also the fake uh, exploits, you'll be on my blacklist, yeah? But mm. I am not discriminating any source of the information depending on the countries, yeah? I know that some people are assuming, yeah, okay, he is coming for teeth, uh, from some very poor country, so uh, it might be a fake nose, et cetera. But I don't know, yeah? I, I'm trusting the people, but I, if I have, if I got some signal that you are um, publishing some fake exploits, you will be blocked and you will get a shame, yeah? shame in comments, yeah. etc. Because uh, you will not have uh, respect. Yeah, If you want to have respect, write your own uh, note, publish, and yeah, great. Yeah? Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to verify, it, but it's not possible to do for us for example, mealworm as doing, yeah? Because I will not have the, not time, eh? but I am fighting yeah, with certainly. fake exploit, but also not trying to block all countries because many users from your country are sending fake exploit. So I will block the whole country. No, I'm not doing this way, yeah. Hmm. Have, has there been a lot of moments or some moments where people have submitted like, uh maybe some uh, critical uh, remote code execution or a zero day exploit that's affecting a lot of uh, system and CX security was kind of the first platform that get this submission. Has that happened a lot? Yes, I got, I got uh, a lot of such situation. <laughs> so every day you, uh, we can find some very comic situation. I, I can tell you some stories about the publishing issue uh, at the CX security. Yeah? So yeah, please do. Uh, uh, I I have some stories from two months ago, yeah, where some guy, young guy, has publishing some exploit from from I won't don't say which country, yeah, but yep. some very uh, Middle West, I want to say, yeah, uh, okay. and uh, have published some exploit, and yeah, everything was great. Two weeks after, write me, please remove this exploit. Uh, police will come. Yeah, I spoke with police. Oh, wow. 
please remove this exploit. Okay, I'm helping such people yeah, uh, to avoid the problems, but it shows that there is no f- enough freedom in all countries around the world to do uh, everything uh, uh, as you want to do uh, without the heart of no one. Because when you are publishing information about some security issues, you are not doing it in the bad intentions. Yeah? You are doing this Definitely. to improve the awareness of the security that this issue exists. And why this issue exists? Because some developers have made some mistakes. Yeah, and uh, today we have two um, two types uh, of the hackers, yeah, of the publisher. One which will have find uh, some bug in some application will do it publish, and another one will keep it for the better time. Yeah. So what does it mean? Uh, if I will have zero day exploit and only I have this exploit because I have uh, found this issue, I have the exploit and I can hack some application. Yeah? So I have some power. So I don't want to lose this power uh, because I will not be able to do uh, in the future. I don't know when I will need this exploit. Yeah? But uh, I'm focusing on the people who want to share such information to patch this issue and escalate developers to yeah to just simple to patch. If you will not uh, pay more attention on the security, uh, you will have more uh, security incidents, yeah, security notes where the people describing you, you yeah, in internet. So uh, it's motivating, yeah. But uh, for me. The motivation is to have awareness, to increase awareness of the internet of our user, not to use this exploit for the bad things. No, no, no. I know that we, we have a lot of the people creating the software for the cybersecurity and this software mostly is not the public. If you will try to look at the artificial intelligence and cybersecurity tools, uh, no, not a lot of are public. Most of them are hidden because have a big volume to have big power to hit some someone yeah, to do money. Uh, so that is the reason why the people are not publishing the information. Yeah. So my site is one place. If you will decide to do it, to show the whole world that you have found some issue, and yeah. Everyone can see what is the risk, what is the problem, and can react. It is much, much better that hides the software, yeah, the zero days exploits, yeah, but of, of course we cannot avoid the situation where the people will collect the zero days yeah, exploits. So it's natural, yeah. Certainly. Do you ever go in and contact a vendor? If you're uh, aware that this person has not contacted the software vendor of the product, do you ever go and tell the vendor that, hey, there's some problem here? and uh, Or do you kind of leave that to the publisher? Sometimes ago, I was doing and trying to help publisher to contact, yeah, to learn some young guys yeah, how to do it properly. I, I have always asked, did you contact with the vendor? No. So please do it and back me for two weeks. Uh, I'm from the old school uh, and I have one rule, important rule, full disclosure mm-hmm. rule saying 
that you have to wait two weeks before you will publish the security note independent that uh, the vendor have reacted, have uh, fixed the issue or plan fixed this issue. You have to wait two weeks. Yeah, and this rule, uh, I want to say, is from is coming from the old school and is uh, gentleman. <laughs> I want to say gentleman uh, agreement. Uh, unofficial, yeah. But but uh, of course I'm motivating people to report issue to the vendor and uh, yeah I hope this issue should be fixed in two weeks yeah but we know the many policies from the big vendors like the Microsoft uh, Apple have own policy uh, about uh, releasing the security updates so. Uh, they don't care that there is some critical issue or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> they care of the plan where, where some premiere will come. Yeah, some new device, and then we can release the package of critical security issues. Yeah, yeah, I like that approach because that's highlighting the the bad stuff. Unfortunately, in reality, if uh, if you're a security researcher, you send the security report to the to the software vendor in many cases they're not gonna unfortunately they're not gonna like give a shit and that's bad or in other cases i've been uh, tackling with this issue several times where i there's especially one very big uh, i'm not gonna mention their name but they're very big in the firewall and in the network gear and i found a really bad thing that was very easy to exploit and it was very hard to uh, to contact these people because they didn't have clear submission guidelines. And uh, when you contacted them, you end up on uh, just talking to someone that doesn't know anything. And it was very hard to uh, to submit these issues. And what I think is great with that you give people kind of an ultimatum is, hey, please, I'm giving you this research, which I've done without charging you a billion dollars and please fix this. And if you don't fix it, I'm going to publish it and I'm going to publish it anyhow. And even you're seeing now with the Google zero project where they're like, okay, every bug we find that it's a security issue, we're going to report it to the vendor and we're going to list and we're going to give them 90 days. And no matter what they do, we're going to publish it, which I think is, uh, it's very good because that puts pressure on the software vendor to actually yeah. give a shit and do stuff. Exactly. So, as you said, uh, um, the pressure is also good for the software vendors, yeah. But please uh, pay attention that small vendors also uh, trying to make pressure on the reporter uh, and. Uh, or the submitter. I, I have a lot of the cases where some small vendors, mostly from India, eh, are writing to me, please remove this security nose, is uh, describing the security issue in our products, etc. Mm-hmm. Eh? But I am only hosting the description. The owner, the publisher, has uh, described this issue. And what can I do? Uh, everything what comes in internet will stay in internet. Yeah, so uh, I am open for all regions because I also seeing one problem. For example, in many countries, in uh, many uh, cultural countries, I want to say regions, 
there is uh, some uh, forums, some sites for hackers, regional hackers, and uh, these hackers are describing some issue in some product and publishing only for some people, yeah? for some group of the people. Yeah? And for example, nobody has listened about this issue in Europe, in US, in Russia, because it's unknown, yeah? but it's used by some communities. So I want to avoid such situation and I'm open for all regions where uh, you can put some notes and show the whole world yeah, that this issue really exists. Yeah, so um, that is also uh, why I don't care what the vendors are saying here yeah, because I'm not publishing this expert. I'm only moderating, trying to find fake notes, some stuff what is not useful for no one. Yeah. Yeah, but okay, I full agree. Yeah, the pressure is good, but uh, also the vendors are trying to um, push the pressure on the reporter. As you may see, uh, the big players uh, from the top, Apple, yeah, they have own uh, responsible disclosure policy uh, where uh, you can um, find, please don't disclose this policy before the security updates. So they, they want trying to dictate you what you should do with the security issue, which you have found. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can understand the responsible disclosure policy. Yeah. But why you have wait so long time, few months uh, for the security updates. Yeah. Uh, and all others person will be affected for the few months for some critical risk yeah so I, I i have also want to say we have find some balance between between the expectation from the vendors and the expectation from the reporters the publisher and google have find a good balance yeah wait some time and then doesn't play matter what happened we will publish the information, yeah? So I think it's a good approach. I, I have the rule, two weeks, yeah? Yeah, uh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's really nice. So let's talk a bit about development. Have you always uh, been interested in development and uh, are you a coder? What languages do you use and uh, do you program in of your free course. time? Of course, so uh, I, I believe good hackers have to uh, develop something in some language and have to be agile <laughs> to learn each language, independent what it could be. Yeah? If you have some rules in the coding uh, style, yeah, like the good uh, recommendations, you should develop. I, I'm developing mostly in the now in the Java. Uh, Python and C, C++. Yeah? Mm. I have created some projects, uh, HackDNS, some small projects for, for small devices to brute force DNS servers in C, C++, because it gives you the performance. On the small device like the Raspberry Pi, there is no better option than the C, C++, yeah? just simple. So I have some project written this language, also commercial experience in programming, some projects in the Java, some project in PHP, 
so I'm open to learn the new uh, language. Yeah? I'm not expert in any language, want to say, but uh, I'm not saying, okay, this language is stupid. I don't want to learn. I don't want to understand. Each language is interesting. Yeah, Have on pro and cons. That is natural. But uh, if you want to write some exploit, so how you can do it with the skill programming, without the skill program, it's not possible. You have to do uh, programming, yeah? Of course, you can find some security experts what are not programming and are mostly focusing on the infrastructure part. But what I'm observing now, the infrastructure is going to be this also programming in Ansible Puppet language, <laughs> you know, I call mm -hmm. it language, yeah? but the syntax uh, where yeah. you are writing the infrastructure as a code. So it seems that uh, the infrastructure administrator guys also need to learn <laughs> this new approach to automate and to make our life much more easier and um, to be much more for faster are uh, others. So without the programming, I cannot imagine uh, my job. Yeah? I'm programming CX security in modern JavaScript. Yeah? I was trying to learn Angular <laughs> uh, version one, have a big experience <laughs> with this uh, framework, yeah? but uh, the JavaScript world is so fast so, okay, it's very useful. Even if you are only doing a simple web page, yeah, you are a beginner programmer and doing simple web page, JavaScript will help you to do this web page very sexy, want to say sexy JavaScript. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, because uh, it's a trend, trend which we have to face with this. And if you will also, find some good tutorial about the JavaScript security, uh, describing all potential issues. So it would be great, but <laughs> there is no a lot of the materials, yeah? Like uh, security issue in the latest version of the Angular. Yeah, do, do you know some few examples? Uh, I, I know from my real life and I, mm -hmm. for me it's very hard to find description in internet what kind uh, of the attack is it? Yeah? I know it's a security mm -hmm. issue. I'm 100% sure, but nobody has described it. Yeah? Because this uh, not often uh, security issue may happen, yeah? but yeah, it's uh, no, nowhere described it, yeah? or is uh, badly described it with wrong sentences. Yeah? So uh, common weakness and oration standard, maybe you know, yeah. Uh, it's a big database, but there is no option to describe all issues. Yeah? There's still some lack of the issue, lack of the CWE numbers uh, in this dictionary. Uh, mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm aware of this. And also that is the reason why I'm trying to learn new technologies like the docker security aspects yeah you, now you you know that this uh, a very big topic docker security and uh, each expert have to learn this if they want to stay on the expert level 
Yeah? Without this, uh, you will not be able to help to protect the Docker containers uh, or some project basing on the Docker end-to-end. Yeah? So yeah, of course, we have to learn the new languages, programming languages. Without this, I cannot imagine my life, no option. Yeah, it's yeah, very it... interesting the, the 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 Docker approach to it with like two two commands, then you have a WordPress site up, two commands, and then you have a Postgres site up. And on the thing that I think is a bit scary about Docker is that you're uh, you're kind of ending up in this dependency track where you have like, uh, okay, I'm gonna throw this on a Docker, but then I have like, okay, do I know if this Docker image is safe because it's like it's a bit hard to audit when there is like so many dependencies where okay this docker uses a linux kernel and is the linux kernel safe and it's a bit hard to audit when it's so many dependencies yeah so new technologies open uh, new ways to break into your systems so that is the reason why we have focus on and try to all of us should have right time to familiar some, let's say 10, 20% to spend 10, 20% of your time to do some research uh, about the new technologies and risk. Yeah? I'm doing this in the conspect of the cybersecurity. Okay, I'm not focusing on the fully on the programming, but I am learning this language to understand the pathological behavior uh, of the code, yeah? And to also try some way to break into the system, try some new undescribed issue, yes. Uh, mostly uh, the problem of the describing security issue, in my opinion now, isn't a JavaScript, yeah? Because the problems mm. uh, are not known well. Uh, and, and even if you will uh, describe this issue, um, the person which will read the description will not understand this issue because it's not programming in the uh, JavaScript or some framework from the JavaScript. Yeah, so it is the limitation. Yeah, and uh, it's starting blocking us. Yeah, <laughs> as a people want to say. Unfortunately, yeah. So you've been doing like a lot of uh, security research. Uh, is there any like common patterns that you see in code bases that are uh, that people? Is there any like common patterns that people are doing wrong and it's causing security issues? And how do you kind of approach a new code base when you're want to do an audit of it or uh, you want to find security bugs in it? Okay, I, I will give you some example because cool. all we are human, uh, we are doing Certainly. the mistake, yeah, and it may happen that you will do some mistake. Uh, a few times, but hmm. uh, you, uh, someone else will find your mistake in one place. So what is the way to find all other mistakes? From my perspective, my answer is to use regular expressions uh, because you can try to uh, describe the, your um, security issue created by you by using the regular expression but uh, when it is possible, yeah? And I believe uh, that our world will evaluate artificial intelligence saying uh, us, this place might be suspected because this person has used this method, which is not uh, checking the boundaries, et cetera, yeah? So there is a some way. So the best, most efficient way is to automate some program 
by using some uh, homemade tool, want to say, and approach. Yeah. So there is no simple one patch how to find security issue because uh, it's not possible to do it. Yeah? If you will write this patch, you will find all issues and all others. <laughs> uh, never ending. Yeah, exactly. So from my perspective, you have, when you are starting, so the analysis, you can try to answer how I can do it. So I'm doing this by using the regular expression. If I know, if I get a, a Java application, I know what to check. Yeah, HTTP security co configuration of this project where we can have a basic OWASP uh, issue from the OWASP top 10. Uh, you can describe it, yeah? yeah? Or for example, if SSL is uh, set as ignoring yeah, SSL connection, so you have uh, some issue. So using the regular expression, uh, you can uh, define potential places where some inconsistencies or some security issues may be. Um, so this place you should check on the first place uh, and yeah, then answer what next. Yeah, But the initial point, I'm using the regular expression for each application. It is the Java, C, or um, even PHP, doesn't they matter, yeah? But for me, if I get, for example, application written in C, C++, I will check that if someone has used mem copy, yeah, some functions uh, without the checking the land of the uh, buffer. Uh, and I will know this person was using an insecure method, insecure functions in developing this program. So there is probability that he has uh, done some mistake. Yeah? And yeah, that is the reason. Yeah? We have to understand how developers are creating the software, are using the, the best approach from the recommendation from the frameworks uh, recommendation or have uh, use own solution with potential security issues. Yeah? So we have to understand how the process of developing software looks like and to understand it in the shortest way we can use it the regular expression. Yeah? If you will have a set of patterns in a regular expression, you will know, okay, this is true, this is false. For, for this pattern, uh, we have false, but for this, we have true. So someone has used, let's say, uh, some insecure functions, uh, exec, yeah, uh, with uh, some not constants variable, yeah, where we can try to modify this variable. So yeah, this way. That's nice. It's a bit like uh, using a lot of static uh, code analysis analysis uh, systems, and uh, you have actually written your own static code analyzer right for yes. php how was mm -hmm. that uh, I, I i've written yeah uh the cfrex uh, yeah uh, the tool uh, which is helping me uh, to uh, find some back uh, some software yeah? if for example if i will have to do some penetration test 
some statical analysis, yeah. Of course, I can use the sonar cube, uh, but anyone can do it. Also, developers can do it, yeah. So sonar cube is cool, but it's not useful for the hackers penetration testers. Why? Because uh, for me, uh, important are the places, the configuration of the frameworks, the places where we can have some issues and how the Tfrex is working. Yeah, for example, you are looking some variable which uh, have um, some name, but you don't know this name. And this variable is using in some functions. But in the same file, there is no verification of the size uh, before using this variable in some functions. So potentially in 60%, it can be a security issues. So by using the um, probability from the mathematics and regular expression, you can say, okay, we have to check it. And yeah, I am doing this way. Yeah, I know that CFRX is not easy tool <laughs> because required to be familiar with regular expression and to describe everything what you want to find in the regular expression. Okay, so when I am starting, okay, I will check some basic uh, patterns which I have already defined. But uh, the next step that will be that I will write in fly regular expressions to find next places potential next places and to learn about this application in the shortest way as possible. Yeah? So uh, after one or two hours spending by analyzing the application by using the regular expression, I will know a lot of the information, uh, a lot of information about the approach where was uh, creating the software, yeah? and dependencies, potential issue, and can, and then I can figure out some strategy for future pen test, yeah? Uh, so uh, I, I'm doing this, for example, with Lipsy. Yeah, as you may know, Lipsy should be secure as uh, default because it's very old libraries. So where you can find some issue in Lipsy, yeah? yeah. Uh, well, it's not easy. Yeah? Of course, you can go into approach to do some fusers, uh, to use some fusers, but you need to have some set of the tests here. Yeah? But uh, I'm preferring another approach. Let's start from the source code analysis. Yeah? Let's figure out top three, top 10 places where we can have a security issue or not recommended behavior yeah, uh, from the code or that is the approach what I'm using yeah, and that CFRX is helping me to do it in the shortest way. Nice. Yeah. Well, there's been some kind of uh, return of investment there. Have you found uh, serious bugs for serious applications or... Uh... Yes, I have a lot and keeping for the better time. <laughs> yeah. nice. But not all, not all. I also need to have time to describe it, yeah, the potential place. Uh, I have a long list uh, with the potential place of buffer overflow, integer overflows. But yeah, uh, need time to investigate it to confirm and exclude the false positive cases. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Right. Uh right away to reproduce it and uh, 
properly documented, so to say. All right, very nice. Uh, let's jump into some workflow. How does your workflow look like if you're gonna you're gonna start your computer and uh, write a script? How do you do it? Have you developed a certain workflow or the workflow you mean? Yeah, if you're uh, let's say you're gonna uh, write a script that does something, how do you do it? Uh, the easiest way possible. <laughs> so now uh, the first thing is to answer the question in which language it would take um, it would be the fastest solution. Yeah? So the simplest solution are the best, not com complicated solution required from you more attention, more things. So yes, I prefer the bash, bash scripts because so uh, they are so universal. Uh, you can use it on the BSD, Linux, even on the Windows, because now the Windows is offering the super operating system. You can from Microsoft Store install the Kali Linux. So there's no problem to, uh, to run the bash scripts. But yeah, I prefer the bash because you, you can just simply put some command uh, from your terminal to the script and it works. Yeah, that's nice. What uh, what text editor do you use? Do you use Vim or uh, Emacs or uh, how do you write? <laughs> oh, it's <script>? V. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Vim exactly. But yeah, not always yeah. is comfortable. If you have longer script to write, of course, some editor is welcome. Yeah, with syntax highlighting and uh, fancy stuff like that is always nice. All right, let's jump into another segment, uh, the quick questions to get to know you better. Uh, what is your favorite drink? <laughs> Water. <laughs> nice. Yeah. When little, do you feel little. the most? Yeah. When do you feel the most happy in your week? Uh, uh, feeling happy also hard to, hard to say. When I'm doing the research, I feel very happy. <laughs> Yeah, really, really. Uh, motivation. Yeah? If you will find some bug, it's motivating you to find another one. Yeah. Nice, nice. What's your favorite outside activity? Outside activity? Uh, yeah, working garden. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice. to have, uh, to go at night in middle at night to garden and to work from from garden. <laughs> so it's my activities, nightlife. <laughs> nice, very nice. What's your favorite pierogi? Yeah, in Polish, yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, Russian, but uh, Russian pierogi. But <laughs> I, 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 to be honest, yeah. Uh, I cannot eat it right now. <laughs> so. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, times. What's your favorite firewall? PF, IP filter, uh, IP tables? IPF, yeah. From OpenBSD. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. IP table, of course. Yeah, you have to um be able to configure both firewalls yeah so very very important yeah skill uh, in each uh, cybersecurity expert i know many people SecDev uh, developers focusing on the cybersecurity aspect 
which are not understanding the routing uh, table, how it uh, looks like yeah, uh, from the uh, low level, yeah, network level. Yeah, that's so. very important, so to say. How do you do package management? How do you make sure your system stays happy and up to date? Chrome. Yeah. So nice. <laughs> Automated. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. possible. Yeah. Sometimes required the update, but I have written some uh, script in bash. Yeah. So to, to yeah. see the output. Chrome is a Chrome is a true lifesaver and it uh, saves so much of uh, of time. What's your favorite IRC client? Uh, so uh, IOC, you mean the communicator? Yeah, instant relay chat, I think it's. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I'm not using uh, <laughs> a lot. Uh, uh, Element, uh, Riot, previously was called by Riot, it's automatic. So. Okay. When was the last time you wrote a handwritten letter? I don't know, <laughs> really. <laughs> I don't know. Hard to say, yeah. not, not in this uh, 10 years. <laughs> in all yeah, it's, it's, yeah, we're going away from the post office. Uh, when was the last time you read a really good e-sign? Uh, a few months ago, yeah, so from the sea. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm focusing on the knowledge what I'm needing in, in this time, yeah, so not searching the new designer uh, or tutorials. Uh, this uh, time has gone <laughs> when I was young, yeah, of course, consuming this way knowledge. Now, uh, if you need something, uh, you can find the information in the internet, what you need, but yeah. yeah. What uh, kind of technology or project are you most excited about that development is going to continue on? What are you kind of most excited about right now that's going to get released or these people are currently working on? Yeah, so CX security, of course. I have also a few other projects, yeah. Uh, but I'm also trying uh, to check myself in artificial intelligence, yeah. But I'm mm -hmm. looking the best options uh, and doing now the research, uh, like the open NN uh, mm -hmm. framework, yeah, was brand new. So then we will decide how to deal with the possibilities what we have in the internet uh, and the idea <laughs> what we I want to achieve. Oh. Yeah. What does the future hold for CX security? Is there any new fun features that you're currently working on or uh, what are uh, some of the next steps you know, think? I am open for cooperation with all, yeah? but I also want to spend more attention about the mental malware. Yeah? How? Uh, investigating uh, right now and doing some research and I want to have some also another idea but i don't want to tell right now exactly yeah but uh, focusing yep. on cyber security you know, and artificial intelligence is oh, cool. very important thing yeah because uh, you will not find a lot of the materials the frameworks are closet yeah uh, <laughs> and because has big volume yeah 
That's, uh, I think we covered most of the questions here. Is there anything that you think we forgot that we should highlight uh, about CX security or any of your other projects or in security in general or in life? I want to say one thing, yeah. So open yeah. security is open for all. And uh, I will be happy if <laughs> the people will report me the issues uh, if they want. Yeah. And not only focusing on the bug bounty to earning the money, also publishing yep. some information for others yeah, to teach uh, all people, not only uh, individuals or from the big companies. Yeah. So. Yeah, that is uh, my major there. So, uh, yeah, awesome. I think that's it. Awesome. How, how do you recommend that someone submit the bug once they found it? Wait two weeks yeah, after the contact with vendor and just simple, send me. <laughs> and describe, not copy, don't try, uh, use uh, materials from some others and check if your publication is not a duplicate. Yeah? You are not having uh, the research on the old versions, etc. Yeah? So basic rules. So each one should know. Oh. How big is the, is the database of CX security? How many exploits do you have? Because I assume, did you keep the exploits that you indexed on the security reason site or? Uh... Yes. How much data have, do you have? Uh, to be honest, I have checked on my uh, uh, main website uh, because there's a total number uh, 35,000 yeah, plus so mm. comparable to exploit database. Yeah, I want to say. Yeah, because uh, oh. science 2005. <laughs> so that is the reason. Yeah, That's but nice. it's only from the backtrack you, you and full coverage from the C common vulnerabilities and uh, uh, explore shows. Yeah, so I'm also getting the stuff and trying to connect the issue from the backtrack and uh, with the uh, CVE. Yeah. Is it the fully yeah. automated or uh, is there automated? a lot of manuals? Yeah, the the when you're like uh, indexing CVEs and stuff like that for a SIG security, is it automated or is there still manual things that need to be done? It's automated, but not for all cases. Yeah, uh, some of them required a manual review and acceptance. As usual, yeah, you cannot trust the algorithm fully. So if can be done automatically, that's great. But I have to be 100% sure that this back note is related to this number. And I have to be sure 100% to automate. So I'm doing in two ways. If I don't have 100% sure, then I'm doing the manual review and accepting. And also not spending a lot of the time. So. Uh, how it looks like, how it's gonna, how I'm doing, I want to now tell you, <laughs> but I'm, yeah, yeah I'm saying automated and semi-automated. Yeah. Oh, that, that's nice. That's nice. 
All right, I think we covered uh, most of the things here today. Thank you so much for taking the time with me today. And thank you for running CX. I really enjoy the website and uh, it's per certainly helping me. And I know also other people that are doing security research. It's helping a lot. So thank you for CX security. Thank you. No problem. It's a pleasure. And have a nice day. You too. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.